Hello everyone. Here's the part two where we talk about Chinese independent high school. I think most of you guys are from the part one, but just in case if you haven't listened to it, we have covered the reasons why our special guest Nigel entered Chinese independent high school, the school qualification system, school fees, school atmosphere, including the school cultures and the teens' relationship stuff. So, guys, be sure to check it out. And by the way,、uh, Nigel is our guest of the day. He is a current Chinese independent high school student who will share his learning experience with us. So, without further ado, let's move on to our main content today. Let's talk about the syllabus in Chinese independent high school. Um, Nigel, what's the main language you guys use in the school subjects? Is it all all about Chinese, or is it based on the forms or the syllabus? Hmm.、Mm-hmm. There is many ways to separate into. So my school we have we separate into for form one to form six. There are A group and B group. So at my I will start from form one to form three. Okay. So form one to form three, ah,、uh, at the A group, your maths will be in English, and yeah, the only maths will be in English and. All the other subjects will be in Chinese, except for Malay and English. Then, when you are in senior, uh, sorry, uh, when you are in form four to form six, uh, that's when uh you have to choose whether you want to continue in art and commerce stream or, um, science stream. So, in the art and commerce stream, it's only for the accounts that is English and A. Yeah, there's no A group, B group. Yeah, there is a group, but I don't think their math is in English anymore. It's all normal Chinese, and for science stream, there will be few subjects that are in English, which is mostly all the science things, the physics, the biology, chemistry, and whatever. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. Oh, luckily you guys are learning chemistry in English because chemistry in Chinese is like insane. <laughs> I mean, very hard. It's too hard to write. The, the name of elements. You guys from science stream? Yeah, we guess.、Uh, I mean, we guess, but、uh, we are all from science stream. Oh my god, I'm the only art and commerce stream. I'm talking、oh, to intelligent we... students. Nah, nah, not all science students. <laughs> yeah, and thank you, um, Nigel sharing. And one of my friends, uh, she studies. Science stream also, and from one to from three times she studied in Chinese, as what Nigel mentioned, lah. And from starting from form four to form six, yeah, she all learns in Chi, ah,、uh, learn in English, especially the science subjects, lah. Yeah. So, let's moving on. I I heard that um some Chinese independent high school students, they are always having a very hard time to choose club or to enter because. There's a wide variety of choices, which I quite envy. And for my school, there's quite much also. But I think the Chinese independent high school has more choices in CCA. Um, I mean, I think some of the people would have misconception that uh because from one to from three, most of the、uh, subjects are in Chinese, and even the communication language in Chinese independent high school is in Chinese. So that is it true that. Uh, the English level of, uh, the students generally in Chinese independent school isn't that satisfying. Hmm. Okay. Well,、uh, let me just say beforehand, I'm not being any racist or, or, very uh, 
saying that I'm better or what. No, I'm, I'm just saying that in my school, uh, not all, but most of my friends, I just say for my friends, lah, there are some of them that struggles with Chinese, uh, English. They, they can't do well in the paper and speaking. But there are some that can do well in, like, they can speak proper, but they can't do the test. And there are some that can do the exam properly, but they can't speak. So there is many. And I have some friends that are very good in both, which is one of my friends. He's also pretty good. Yeah. You don't, don't need to be humble. Like you really speak well in English. I, I'm not sure about your English exam, but you do speak well in English. Ah, uh, no, I, actually my English kind of like, like decreased already because uh, I don't know whether it's because the Chinese school effect or what, but I think maybe because I studied too long in Chinese, so my English all is kind of be bad already. Yeah, but yeah, and talking about language, I just remember about Malay. Um, yeah, but Malay, I find it that a lot of my school friends, they find it much more easier. Yeah, they can do well in the exam, but speaking, uh, they are not so, because a lot of my friends, they don't really put Malay so importantly. I'm not sure why. I see. Uh, Jinjie is actually uh, an expert in speaking Malay. Like, he speaks Malay like native speaker level. Jinjie, do you want no, to no, 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 no. your Malay? <laughs> no, no, no. I can try with you. No, no. <laughs> like, I can speak in Malay, but not, not as good as Malaysia, of course. Uh, Malay, is, Malay is really different. Yeah, yeah but... but um, Actually, my friends are like most of my friends are Chinese friends. They also think, uh, Malay is easier than English, like some lah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's true, it's true. I I personally found like speaking English is much more easier than speaking Malay because, uh, my Malay verbal communication is like terrible, terrible. Like, I I'm to be honest, I'm lack of practice, and I, yeah, and I know that. I mean, uh. Talking about the factors that that make some of your friends that are not really good in English, uh, both verbally and writing, do you think it's the influence of environment? Like, uh, because mother tongue is most of a Chinese independent high school students. Uh, uh, I mean, Chinese language is most of their mother tongue. So, uh, do you think your school provide a good platform for them to speak English? Like, is there any restriction in English uh, lesson that you guys must speak English? And is there anyone follow it? Um, yeah, of course, the environment affects everything. Like in a different environment, you can learn better. Different environment, you can do things better. So um, like I, when it comes to English lessons, um, the teachers won't touch. I was just say from my 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 point of view that when at the beginning, uh, my teachers all weren't wasn't so strict. They were pretty loose. They 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 try their best to to be both verbally well in English and Chinese. But when it comes to the Indian teachers, that most of the Indian teachers speaks uh teaches English. Uh, they do have a little bit hard on communicating with with the students. But that's when that's where all the good English uh, students that are good with English comes in. <laughs> they try to speak with the class, communicate with the class, and but there are still some teachers that can speak Chinese too. They don't really speak well, but they can. They will understand and they can speak what, uh, with the students. Like the students will get what is the teacher trying to speak. I see, but 
uh, just some promote time here. We we actually have an episode talking about uh how to speak English verbally like fluently. One of the episode which uh the podcaster is Kohao and Rishi. So if you guys are interested in how to speak English, uh properly and well, you can listen. You guys can visit that and listen to it. Yeah. And I just want one thing I'm wonder about is is the English test focusing on the writing writing test more or verbal test or both? Um, my school is very different. Every year it changes because, uh, we our the only writing test we have is our assignments and exam. That's all. And when it comes to verbally, we don't do any exam on verbal, but, uh, we do have it's like assignment as we all know. It's, it's called oral test, but it isn't. It is a not a not much to say. It's a test, so uh, that's when the teachers will want the students to speak, uh, English. They don't want the stu- They they always uh, encourage the students not to speak Chinese at all. But some teachers will be like very strict and they're like, if you speak Chinese, you will you'll be dead or whatever like that. And then, uh, when we do our, there were many options for us. We can either do a topic that we like or the topic that teacher provides so when it comes to the topic that you like you have to always prepare a powerpoint and if you want to go for a simple version it means you just do some self-introduction about yourself uh that's pretty much oh so the schools are also trying very hard to to encourage the students to speak in other languages yep. um i can say it is because I don't know whether you guys agree or not, but I feel like English is a very common common language around the world because no matter where you go, you will definitely find that that one person that can really speak English and can help you fit in your life at that that country or whatever. True. I totally agree with that. I totally totally agree with that. Yes. Totally, super totally, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So moving on, I heard that. Chinese independent high school students they always have a hard time choosing which which club to enter because there's a wide variety of choices. Yes, which I quite admire also. And do you mind sharing more about the curriculum in the Chinese independent schools, Nigel? Okay. Uh, my school we have really a lot. So when we when we first joined from one, we will have six months of. Of uh, uh, so uh, yeah. For the first six months in the form one, we will have uh, marching. So that's when you will. This is also calculated in your marks that that is in that it will be shown in your your certificate of uh, that year the results and all. So uh, we have marching, and they will require us every time to start training. So the teachers will be there shouting. Uh, kekanan pusing lah, let uh jalan cepat lah, all like that. Then, um, it will be very tiring because we are training under the sun, and luckily our attire is not too uncomfortable. It's just a, a PE shirt and just a uniform pants, and we have a very a lot of choices. So that's when uh when it comes when we reaches June or July. That's when we are required to choose, so they will give us a form, and on that form they will show every club that exists in my school. There is about 
50 to 60 clubs that exist in my uh, my schools and we will have we will get right three clubs so like the first one is the club you desire the most then the second one is is maybe like your second choice like you, you don't you like it also you don't mind going into that club too but the third one is your last your last resort uh so my year uh when i first came in i want i because i love football since young so i tried going for the football because uh when it comes to sports team you have to have a uh exam not a, a test like they want to see are you physically fit are you base uh basics are you good enough so i went for the football uh unfortunately i failed because uh, i was physically bad i'm not gonna lie i was physically bad at the beginning and then uh so i just went to a club that i that one of my i can say he's a friend he was a senior to me he was a form six and i was a form one so that we met, we met at the holidays because when, when in the holidays, we need to come to school to meet your classmates, speak with them, try to find some friends. So when it comes to school, you won't be lonely. So uh, he actually encouraged me to join his club. It's called the Reader's Club. Don't judge a book by its cover. The Reader's Club, if you are not going to read the whole day, we have fun time in there. Like they have many events. Like it's, uh, there's one event called Tapuwe Day. You do, you bring food from your home and you share it with everyone. And they will give you many courses to learn. But I joined that and when I was in form two, I'm not gonna lie, but I did the football test four times. Four times all I failed. The fifth time only I got in. People always say third time is a charm, but mine is fifth time is a charm. <laughs> so uh I from the readers club I transferred to the football club that's when the fifth time which is was form two but my school is a bit weird so when you want to transfer to a different club you need to be at the club for one and a half year so that means at the second at your form two by june they will open up who wants to change club come and take a form and write the club you want so at form two i met i i've managed to get into the football club then uh i i decided to change so um, when I started, so that means I wouldn't change straight away. I have to go through, go until the end of the year. When I was form three, I will I will only be allowed to join the club. So it's a bit weird. I I really don't know why they want to do something like that. And every student is granted two times two chances to change club. So uh, I've used once I left once, but I don't plan on leaving. So my current club at the school is a football team. Yeah. Well, nice sharing, Nigel. Do you, do you attend any football competitions in your school? Here is the sad part. That's when pandemic decided to come. That's when COVID decided to be born. Oh my so, God. Yeah, That's so last... Nice. Yeah, That's... so... Uh, sorry, you can go on first. So, I mean, the moment you change and the pandemic starts... <laughs> yeah, so when I was form three, uh, for the first few months it wasn't it was bad for me because I'm not gonna lie, I really I was physically terribly very terrible. I'm very terrible at physical at the at form three, so they I will find it everything uh tiring and all, but I enjoy the part where we get to use the ball, we'll be playing around, but it's always training then. 
when I that year we had a competition. I gave my all, I practiced hard. Then COVID decided to be born. And I missed the competition. And gave up. Form 3, one year wasted because of the COVID. Competitions all cancelled. Then Form 4, another competition supposed to come. COVID decided to reborn. And again, I missed it. So I'm hoping by next year I'll get a chance. Yeah, no worries. You still have two more years, right? Yeah, no, hopefully we'll get that. No, actually, there's still another thing. <laughs> because Form 5, we have SPM. And my school will will be given will be will give us uh, a two months break if I'm not wrong. I don't know whether they will still be doing it because the COVID. So a lot of things change. So I'm not sure whether they are still gonna do it or not. So they will give us a two months break and we are not and they will be starting from a time the teachers will say form five students are not allowed to to come come for training anymore. And then when you're form six we have a UEC exam which is a very important exam. Uh so uh, we will only be we will only allowed to attend the club for half a year, which is six months only. Then after that, we'll be doing extra classes on the Saturday, because our curriculum is on the Saturday, and my club training is on Wednesday and Friday. So, uh, so the first few first six months, I'll be doing my with my team, but after that, I'll be on full focus on studying, not like I want, but I have to. Oh, I see. But that's quite unfortunate. Yes, that's it. Uh, Nigel, is it necessary to take two exams? Like because some people they choose take uh like UEC only. Uh okay. Um, I personally think it's not necessary. Maybe other people have a different opinion because, like, it depends. You have to be assured of what target you want. Like maybe you want to study in this. Like I'll just say, uh, maybe you want to study a pilot. You need to make sure that you want. Do you want to study in Malaysia? Or do you want to study uh, abroad? Because if you want to study in Malaysia, you can give up doing the uh, UEC, but my school does not encourage it. So, uh, because it's, if you don't take the UEC, you're like wasting six, your five years of paying your school fees, paying 1,000 every semester. You wasted like that, like doing donations like that for them. And then, so they always say, just take your UEC. So whenever you want to, whatever you need, you still have a backup of UEC. Because SPM is only allowed, I think it's allowed in Malaysia and some countries too. But UEC is allowed in every country except for Malaysia. That's the weirdest part. I mean, Malaysia government doesn't allow it. Yeah, I think maybe it's because it's Islam thing. Yeah. Yeah, because of the Kedudukan Istimewa. Yeah. Yep, so let's move on. Like, talking about the examination system in public school, like in the national curriculum, the standard passing mark is just 40. And what about the Chinese independent school? Because everyone knows the most crucial exam for high school students in the national curriculum is SPM in Form 5, which is Sijia Bajar Malaysia. And what about in Chinese independent school? Yeah. Opus is the UEC, which is very important in the Form 6. Um, our passing, we don't. Have, I don't think we have a passing mark because that with the certificate you get, it's just gonna show A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P. Uh, so it won't. Uh, they don't have a passing mark. You just need to get good results in what you want. 
So like maybe you want to study a pilot, you obviously need science, maths, something like that. And then um, this is really, yeah, the most crucial exam lah. Oh yeah, I then, see. Then the ordinary, okay. Then the ordinary school test, the passing mark is 60 if I'm not mistaken, right? Because just now you also mentioned like the similar thing. Yeah, our marks is pass, passing mark is 60 for every exam. And the average mark to go to a new year is 62. But my school has, it's a bit, they are in this way, they are a bit kind. So they would say like, if you're close to the passing mark, like maybe you're 58 or 59. So they will, they will say like, maybe those who have the marks above 56, 57, you can go to the next, the new year of standard. And, but when it comes on your results, the result paper, they will show, uh, they wouldn't show direct, uh, go up to a new form. They write, luckily something like that, which is like a bit rude, I think. I see. In Chinese, something like so so I, I my friend did told me uh, did tell me but I forgot it. What's a Chinese term actually? Yeah, it's sun because I oh. yeah I know it because I am the one I'm the student every year sun sun. Oh, I see. Except <laughs> for last year because last year MCO, oh. so easier. Congrats then. I actually do have a question. Um, since Chinese independent high school students. Uh, are required to take SPM for the subjects of BM and Sejarah in order to get passed in both subjects if they want to develop in our own country, which is Malaysia. Like, how do the students generally think about this issue? Are they willing to learn about it, learn about the syllabus because it's like good to master more things, or they just think it's for the sake of certificate only? It's quite uh, useless. Uh, do you mind sharing more about it? Um, actually, I think that I I I I say from my point of view first. Um, I think that they want the BM Sejarah to pass. I think I know why because they want to know whether because in Malaysia not everywhere is they are you are going to use English and Chinese. They just want to you you to have this. As a language as a backup so it's much more easier for you to communicate with your customers whatsoever um, because in Malaysia most of the people knows Malay you can speak Malay every Chinese every Indian every Chi- uh, everybody can speak Malay but my school students mm, there are some students that are willing to study for it because they I, because I don't think they really like care too much because they just gonna take the certificate that's all they think uh, we get a certificate we're done that's all we don't, they don't really think too much. Yeah. I see. Another question for me as well. Like, uh, actually for the national curriculum, which is the public school and some of the private school, right? Uh, for SPM, most of the students won't take Chinese language, to be honest. Like, the, the amount of students taking Chinese language uh, into SP, in SPM is getting lesser and lesser recently. So, uh, what do Chinese independent high school think about the level of Chinese exam in SPM? Because uh, most of us really think that the Chinese language is, will kind of affect the overall result when it's on the result slip. Is that the same uh, challenging with you guys or you think that's just easy peasy? Mm, actually, there, there is some students in my school, 
they, they still struggle with Chinese. They, 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 when it comes to the exam, they, they still fail. I have some stu- students in my class. They, they do get low, lower marks than me. I'm not trying to show off or whatever, but, but I'm not too high as well. I'm recently I've been bad because I'm studying. Huh? Um, in the SPM, uh, yeah, they, they will take the Chinese, but probably some of them will think it's easy, but some of them won't because. The, the, we all know that the people, the teachers that is coming out the exam paper is definitely Chinese. It can't be a Malay. The ch- maybe there is, maybe it is. So just that the chances are quite low. But yeah, it's like they wouldn't think it's easy. They will always take it all the same with the same attitude. Um, Nigel, like some some of the people they they may think there will be too much homework for the Chinese independent high school students and. They don't have the enough time to like to unwind themselves and to do their hobbies. And what do you think about this? My school, um, the homework amount is is really depending on the time period because when there is no exam coming up, obviously the homework will be a little loose. But when the exam coming, that's when all the homework start coming in, the tests, the assignments. You start doing so many projects, but it's pretty much um, quite stabilized if you can have very good time management, which is I'm still very bad at. So every time when I'm trying to do something, I'm really messed up. And the, the students do have the time to play because that's when our PE class comes in because the teachers wouldn't... No, actually, the teachers there is still strict too because you still have to do tests for your PE and whatsoever. But... The students all have the time they, they need to play and all. It's just that it depends on your time management, which is really cru- crucial. Yeah, thank you, Nigel, for clarifying the misconception. So now we know that the, the amount of homework is quite like consistent unless it depends on the period. If it's close to the exams, yeah, then the homework increase. Homework outbreak. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a COVID. Like home, homework is born. <laughs> I think it's the time to end our episode talking about Chinese independent high school. I hope you guys do enjoy this episode as much as I do. And the most importantly, thank you Nigel for the amazing and contentful sharing because it's really eye-opening for me to know better about Chinese independent high school. So, see you guys next time. Bye.